Hi, welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. It was founded by people whose names you still hear and see in Cleveland, like Payne, Mather, Wade, and Hannah. Among its members have been five U.S. presidents and numerous figures who've helped shape the direction of our city and region. But 150 years later, what about the Union Club today? Who are its members now? What brings them to 12th and Euclid? And what does the Union Club's continued existence mean to what happens in our city? We're glad to be joined by the club's new general manager, Preston Smith, to talk about the activities of the club. Preston, thanks for being with us today. Hi, Dan. Thank you for having me. Before we dive into some of the things that happened at the club, its history, and moving forward, let's talk about you for a moment. You earned a master's degree in hospitality administration and management from Cornell. What led you to this business? You know, Dan, I, I kind of fell into the business years ago. Uh, my auntie and uncle were both employees here at the club. And while in high school, uh, I was looking for some work. And uh, my, my auntie said, why don't you come down to the club? and We have some opportunities. And back in 1990, I believe it was 1996, um, I applied for a dishwasher job here at the Union Club, and you know, from there, the rest is the rest is history. Um, I spent 18 years here at the club. Uh, prior to leaving, um, I went over to the Country Club for a few years as the assistant general manager. Then I joined Shaker Heights Country Club as the general manager. Uh, now I'm back home at the Union Club, um, serve as the, the club's general manager. What do you like about this business? You know, I, I'm a people pleaser, Dan. Um, I enjoy speaking to successful individuals. Um, I enjoy helping others. And, and to be around that, that space, um, it's, it's just a great feeling, you know, to understand, you know, Cleveland's history, the, to be around the individuals that, that shaped Cleveland, and um, just, just being able to, to give back and, you know, see the smiles on their faces from what we do here at the club, is, it's great for me. You mentioned this is your second stint at the club. How much has changed from that first period to now? Uh, you know, some infrastructure things have, have changed. Uh, the garage entrance looks, looks much better. Um, the club did a significant uh, amount of work down there and just gave it a grand uh, entrance. And, you know, we highlight some of the employees down in that area. We highlight that we're a Platinum Club of America and Distinguished Club of the World in that area. So it gives our members and guests uh, a snapshot upon entrance of, you know, some of the, the things the club have um, have accomplished over the years. And, you know, our service has improved. The food is great. And, and we, we're continuing to, to move forward and, and bring great programs uh, to the membership. I know no two days are the same, but what is your typical day like? What's going on for you during a regular day? A day for me is, you know, I arrive at the club about 830. And, you know, the first thing I do is I, I walk the property and, and speak to the team. Um, it's very important for me uh, to go around and, and thank them and make sure everyone's, everyone's doing well. Um, then I spend some time in the office. I'll check some emails, and then I'm out on the floor engaging with the members. I think that's very important, you know, to be the face of the club, to let the members see you and, and to engage with them and, you know, get to know them a little better on a personal level. What kind of conversations do you have with club members? Are they saying to you, Preston, let's try this or that, or I really like this? What sort of discussions do you have? You know, we have those discussions. Um, we have discussions on different uh, things that they want to see at the club from an amenity standpoint, um, different food items they may have. We have members that, you know, may be vegan now or vegetarian and, you know, pressing, can we add these things? And of course we can, you know, we're in the people pleasing business and, and I'm going to do, you know, what I can with my power to make sure when a member arrives here at the club, they have everything that they need for, for their time with us. So those type of conversations, you know, where's the club headed? Uh, you know, what amenities are we going to bring to the club? Uh, different food items. Uh, we talk about family together. But more so 
for me, it's, hey, how, how are you? How's your business going? Is there anything I can do for you, if, you know, today? If not, in the future, let me know. Uh, just com- conversations um, like that, but overall, just making sure that the member have what they need here at the club. You mentioned the team that helps you with the club. How many members are on the staff these days? We have about 60 uh, team members, uh, and, and that includes, you know, my clubhouse manager all the way down to the, the dish team. Uh, we do hire off-site some banquet uh, temporary help for some of our banquet uh, functions that we have here at the club. But we have a great team uh, of, of leaders here at the club, and without them, I can't be uh, as successful as I am today. What's membership like these days? Membership is great. We're over 1,200 uh, members and growing. Um, our goal is, is 1,300. Uh, now that downtown is starting to come back after the pandemic, we're seeing uh, usage has improved a lot. Our dining rooms are full. Our bank banquet business is thriving, uh, and things are, are looking really good uh, for the club. When you talk about amenities that are offered, obviously dining is an important thing. What are some of the other things that members take advantage of when they come to the Union Club? You know, for, for me, one of, one of the, the top things we have to offer here at the club is our reciprocity um, with about 140 clubs across the country. And, you know, if you're a member here, you can take advantage of, of that, and, and that's great. Uh, we have a very um, outstanding fitness center that's available to the members. And, of course, a lot of meeting space, uh, three dining rooms with very excellent um, food for those um, dining rooms. And the, the team, you know, the, the members love the team. Uh, we understand the members' needs. And, you know, when they arrive, uh, we, we know what they want and what they expect, and we deliver. In addition to daily dining and those kinds of things, there are always activities happening at the club. For example, the holidays are around the corner. What, what does the Union Club do for members during the holidays? So we have a member holiday party coming up. We have a member wine dinner uh, coming up. We're having a uh, Friendsgiving dinner for Thanksgiving we're having for the first time, I believe, a children's um, holiday uh, gingerbread house, uh, which is a, a first for us to, you know, invite the, the families in for an evening of uh, decorating the gingerbread house while their parents have dinner uh, in the dining room. Um, we just had a great 150th uh, year anniversary, uh, which 450 members attended. So the, the calendar for December is full. And if you're not dining here at the club, you can take advantage of uh, our pies to go, desserts to go for the holidays. So a lot of things happening um, at the club around the holidays. We're joined today by Preston Smith. He is the general manager of Cleveland's Union Club, which celebrated its 150th anniversary in September. He joins us today for the Landscape of Crane's Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Preston, one of the things that I didn't know, that there are smaller clubs within the Union Club for wine enthusiasts and other groups. What are some of the clubs that people take advantage of? Yeah, people for sure take advantage of our Cuvée Club, which is a wine club within the club, and the, the members get you know several dinners for that, um, tastings of wine that, that's hard to, to come by. Uh, we have the Hermit Club. We have the In-Town Club. We have, a, um, we, we have so many uh, different clubs that uh, the members can, can take advantage of. It's, it's, it's great. We have a uh, cigar club on the third Wednesday of every month, uh, and the, all those clubs are, are thriving. Uh, the in-town ladies are here every Monday for a large luncheon on the third floor. And, you know, we, we are so busy with the clubs within the club. It's, it's great for um, day-to-day business. You mentioned the Union Club has 1,200 members and you are looking for 1,300 members. So how does one become a member of the Union Club? Do you have to be sponsored by a current member? How does that work? 
Yeah, you have to be sponsored by a current member, and you have have to have a couple letters of uh, introduction and support from from a few other members, and then that's submit, submitted to our admissions committee. Um, you know, we sit down and talk about these individuals and see if they are a great fit uh, for the for the union club. And once approved, now uh, we, we we notify those schools, and um, they become a member of the club. You mentioned there's reciprocity with other clubs around the nation, and you said the union club is well regarded. Is there a ranking system for clubs like this? So the union club is in the top 50 uh, platinum clubs of America, and we sit number 33 on that list. We just moved from 35 to 33, which is is great for us um, to be in the top 50 platinum clubs of America, and we are a distinguished club of the world. And, you know, to receive uh, any one of those rankings, you have to have, you know, the top facilities, the top leadership within the club, uh, great financial strength, uh, a great membership. And, and we met all that criteria. And we were, we've been a Platinum Club of America for about eight years and a distinguished club of the, of the world for about eight years. And we continue to push, you know, excellence every day. We continue to reach higher. And the goal is to continue to, you know, climb lower on the list. I'd like to see us in the top 10 within the next 10 to 15 years. It's no secret that a lot of these kinds of clubs have gone by the wayside for all kinds of reasons. But you often hear younger people say, well, I think a a place like the Union Club is is stuffy. But how does it survive then? Obviously, people continue to join. Yeah, you know, I I would say that the club is not not stuffy at all. Um, we, We have a very diverse uh, membership and we have programs for for everyone in all all ages and I think that's that there is what uh, has kept the club relevant the facilities the networking um, the status of being a member at the union club and as we continue to you know provide programs for everyone of all ages I think we'll continue to to evolve uh, and become less stuffy if that's if that's what um, we're we're known for. <laughs> It's interesting, though, when you're in a club like that, I mean, part of the appeal of it is the tradition. Or Do you have a historian, or do people make sure that the certain traditions are kept up? Is it just expected that certain things will be done a certain way? Yeah, it's, it's expected of, of us. Uh, you know, most of the, the, the team members here have been here for 25, 30, you know, some even 45 years. Uh, you know, during the time that I spent here prior to leaving, uh, you know, the, the traditions don't go away. We just need to add new traditions um, as things change in the world. So our member holiday party, that's something that's going to happen every year. But, you know, I may add, you know, a Cleveland Browns, um, you know, pregame in the Topiary Cafe. Those are traditions and things that we need to continue to add to build usage of the club and invite everyone in of all ages to, to enjoy the club. We have a lot to offer here. And, and as long as we continue to uh, stay relevant, meet the demands of today's member and members of the past, um, I think we'll continue to thrive in this market. 30 years ago, diners weren't asking for gluten-free meals because we didn't know about that, or vegans, that wasn't quite as popular. What are some of the other changes that have come to the menu? What are what do club members expect that they, you didn't talk about maybe 20, 30 years ago? You know, today it's, it, it's healthy items, like you said, the gluten-free items, um, a variety of food. Um, is what keeps the members here. Our menu changes often. We have daily specials. We have weekly specials. But, you know, with any menu, you, you want to have a variety of dishes and dishes that for everyone. So whether it's the vegan or the, the individual that wants a strip steak, uh, those things need to be available. And our bar menu has changed for simple grab-and-go 
uh, foods. So we, we currently try to offer everything that the members request. You know, I had a member just requested me the other day, hey, I'm vegan. Uh, is there any way I can, you know, can we have almond milk here at the club? And I said, oh, absolutely. And, you know, now we have almond milk available for that member. So, uh, you know, my goal, Dan, is to uh, make the club as relevant uh, as we can be to head the club into the, the future um, and provide the, the things that the members expect um, of a club of, of, this, of this status. Among the things that have changed about the club is who's permitted to be a member. When were women started to be admitted as full members? You know, Dan, I don't, I don't know what year um, that, that took place, but I will tell you we have had several um, female presidents um, here at the club. We've had an African-American president, uh, and now you have an African-American um, GM. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed as I mingled throughout uh, the 150th celebration was how diverse um, the membership uh, is. So we're, we're a very uh, di- diverse membership. Uh, everyone is welcome um, here at the, the Union Club, and, and we look forward to, to having them. Are you proud of the fact that you're the first African-American general manager? That's probably a dumb question, but I'm, has to, it's a big deal. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, you know, about the opportunity. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a member of, you know, the Club Managers Association of America. And, you know, I, there's thousands of clubs out there. And, and we're only aware of, I believe, five African-American GMs across the country. So this is a big deal, uh, not just for, for myself or the Union Club, but, uh, you know, we're, we're setting an example um, that hopefully other clubs will, will follow, you know, down the road. Uh, but I'm, I'm super excited not just to be the first African-American GM here, but to be back home where it all started for me. You mentioned that the club celebrated its 150th anniversary in September. What was the gala like? The gala was, was excellent. Um, you know, we started on the first floor. Uh, you know, it was 1872 um, themed, uh, you know, if, if you wanted to dress up. But we, we, we had ice carvings. We had food displays. Um, we had music throughout, throughout the, the facility. Uh, photographers catching all the, the excitement. And, you know, with, with 450 members and guests, uh, you know, it, it was a great turnout, uh, well, well supported. Everyone loved the food. Uh, and it, it was great to see uh, that amount of people being back in the building, having a good time. Uh, and, you know, we're set up for success and, and we'll be around for the next 150 years. You mentioned people back in the building. Obviously, COVID has been hanging over all of our heads have people becoming more apt to come back now that things are loosening up a little bit? I mean, the pandemic's not over, obviously, but we're all vaccinated. Most people are vaccinated and all that sort of thing. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, the club is busy. Um, you know, we're busy every day. The dining rooms are full. Um, our banquet business is strong. And, and you know, as I stated earlier, uh, you know, downtown is starting to look a little bit more um, like it like it did pre, pre-COVID um, with, with traffic and, you know, individuals out walking, you know, star to Starbucks and, you know, just the traffic in and out of the garage and, you know, in the dining room, whether it's breakfast, lunch or dinner, I've seen an uptick in, in, in usage. So uh, things things are looking great. It seems that business uh, is back um, and, and, and we're ready for that. Finally, what are you excited about for the next few years at the Union Club now that you're general manager? You know, what I'm excited about, Dan, is, you know, working with the current board and, and team, um, to think outside the box um, and, and look at some of the latest trends that are happening around the country and see, you know, not all, but w- which of those 
uh, amenities will, will be a success here at the club and how we can add those, whether it be uh, pickleball, squash courts, uh, you know, bowling alley, rooftop bars. You know, there's so many things happening across the country at clubs. You know, my, my goal is to put together a strategic plan with the current leadership and set us up for success for the next five to ten years and what we can do in that time frame to continue to build membership and stay relevant to today's today's member. Preston Smith, congratulations on your new post and congratulations to the Union Club. 150 years shows that people enjoy it very much. It's been a great pleasure having you join us today for the landscape. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me. Preston Smith is the general manager of the Union Club. They just celebrated their 150th anniversary in September. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you so much for joining us for the Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. We'll talk again soon.